You're listening to Irish Radio Canada's Home and Abroad, and we're back into live music events, and we heard a little earlier on how Godridge is getting underway coming up this weekend. Well, a little later on in the year, uh, we're not too far away, actually, the uh, Celtic Colours in Nova Scotia is back in full swing, and Don Beaton is the Artistic Director at Celtic Colours. Don is here with me, and... Uh, must be exciting to be lining up artists to put them up on stage again. You know, it's been an interesting two years, as so many people can relate. And, um, you know, we've had a presence the last two years, but gosh, nothing compares to that live experience. And um, it's exciting to know that all our local musicians uh, will welcome visiting musicians from various corners of the world and the magic that happens um, when like-minded folks come and celebrate just great friendships and cultural bonds and um, you know we really miss that I think there's um, such power in that and, and we've we've mourned that so um, we're excited to, to see what October holds for us so um, you've just announced the lineup and of course, the uh, excuse me, the event itself is uh, getting underway on October seventh, which is Thanksgiving weekend. Um, mm. Do you guys always go for Thanksgiving weekend, or is it that it's the first weekend in in October? We've always planned it around the Canadian Thanksgiving. It's um, you know full credit to Joelle and Max, our, our co-founders, that had the vision for um, foregoing turkey. As a as a staff, which is totally fine, we'll probably find turkey at some point in the week. But um, there's something that kind of beautifully happens either right before or just at the beginning of the festival, where almost overnight the colors just switch, and um, the timing works really advantageously in our favor um, as the week unfolds. So. That's, I think, the the bigger priority is is banking on a, a bit of a holiday weekend to start us off, but uh, the colors just doing their thing. So uh, Thanksgiving weekend, Sydney, Nova Scotia, is the, the place to be. Who have you got this year? Well, for the opening show, uh, we're going to welcome the Men of the Deeps, um, who are 50-plus years now into their career and uh, uh, thriving as ever. They're such incredible gentlemen that that grace our stages and are wonderful folks to boot so they'll um excuse me i really wanted that um um almost i, I kind of liken it to comfort food of sorts you know and in such a time as the as, as the pandemic has been that um you know the men create that wonderful warm feeling that we all kind of need and expect at this point so um, they're going to kick off the show and then the Barry McNeils of course too are a pretty vital and important part of our Keep Written story and uh, great exponents to the world for what they do and uh, it's been a number of years since we've had Chris Drever over he's such a lovely to talk again another <laughs> lovely gentleman that um, has been a part of the festival early early on and his career has just skyrocketed um, in the intervening years, so um, we're really excited to have him back. Talk about a soothing soul and a soothing voice, and uh, and then Dive coming over from Scotland, and uh, they take part also later on in the week in a, an important 
tribute shows. So um, that's just the opening show. So we'll get thing we'll get down to business uh, on the October seventh. And I see then um, you have um, JP Cormier and uh, Brendan Begley. I take it with Tim Eady, Murray Rankin, uh, Eric Wright, and uh, Starren. And um, just as always, it's um, a huge lineup. And uh, I see uh, some of the others we'll talk about briefly. But the question I have is that <clears throat> given that all the artists, many of them, were uh, unable to perform live, and many had commitments that they were now trying to fulfill. Um, did you have any challenge in lining up people, either because they had previous commitments that they wanted to fulfill, and that you know, yours are that were you able to draw on some of the commitments that they'd given you from two years ago? Yes, to all of the above. I think. Um you know, there's been a couple of situations where I would have invited various artists and they just, very rarely, but maybe one or two just said, look, I'm not ready to travel. Uh, I just don't want to, I want to do it in 2022. So let's talk about 23 sort of thing. And then there were certain artists that I had on my wish list. Um, again, just a few that they're just so busy and so booked and there wasn't even a glimmer of possibility to, to sneak them in. Um, a couple of Irish artists actually um, so that's great it means that they're really really busy and uh, making up for some lost time so that's that's good but um, you know I'll have to hopefully nab them early and get them for 2023 um, and then and just yeah certain schedules that didn't allow and you know we're conscious of the travel um, it, it, Cape Breton is, is can't be remote, uh, you know, mm -hmm. to get <laughs> too quickly. So, you know, planning a people's schedules accordingly. But um, so yeah, I think there's been a few little bits of turbulence in that respect. But um, but really happy with the lineup and and uh, representing folks. Yeah, I had a lovely Zoom call with uh, Brendan and uh, excited to have him back. He was part of our Navog project a few years ago. And he's long been associated with Cape Breton, so excited mm -hmm. to have uh, Brendan and Tim perform mm -hmm. in the closing show, uh, as well as JP, like you said. And um, uh, when I look down through it, you have Adam Sunderland and John Somerville coming in from Scotland, and McLear from the Isle of Man in Scotland, Breed Harper and Dermot Byrne coming in from Ireland, and uh, uh, David Francie, the Fretless, John Lausanne, uh, Alex Kostorok uh, and Cathy Ann McPhee, all um, Canadians. So you're you're really bringing together the Celtic vision from across both sides of the Atlantic. Yeah, I, I take our the international part of our of our name seriously, and we tried to do that with the the pandemic. You know, make make it work from a, a virtual experience too. Um, but it's, you know, it's kind of the Celtic cousins, right? Like it's important to keep that family connection going and, and there's there's always work to be done and, and more to include and you do what you can in, in the realities that you have present. But um, it's I think it's always important. It kind of contextualizes everything and everyone brings such a, an important perspective. So like you mentioned, Brid, we haven't been able to have Brid in the past and I'm so excited for her to come. And I know she's been to Cape Breton before, 
Um, and she's a part of a, a show that's happening in Judic that also features Adam Sutherland that's going to be based around, it's always a bit of a fiddle show anyway, but uh, making it about composers as well because that's such a, an important part of of what uh, violinists contribute, right? So that one in particular will have various international but also regional styles in, in Cape Breton and with Alex Kusterak being a Métis fiddler. Um, and then Cameron Chisholm, a local gentleman from here, um, you know, that's that's an important, uh, um, what's the word, it's an important display and kind of uh, deep dive into what the fiddle dialects um, compo- are composed of. Mm-hmm. And then you're bringing in some artists that haven't been on your stages before, I see Gordy McKeon and his Rhythm Boys from PEI, uh, Le Fireflies, uh, Sloan, Scotland, Fortunate Ones from uh, Newfoundland, Pine Tree Flyers USA, uh, Nadine Landry and Sammy Lind from Quebec, and uh, John Jared Shepherd, Haller, and Sons of uh, Member Two. Um, so lots of, and then more stuff there with, uh, like, uh, before I list a few more, one of the challenges I find when I go to a music festival is there are concurrent stages. And you're saying, well, I want to be over there, but I can't be over there, and I really would prefer to be there, but where do I go? I know. And that's, in in some instances, that's just on one field, that's on one property that there are various stages. We complicate matters by being geographically dispersed by hours (laughs) and terrain. So I I fully appreciate that we don't make it easy, but (laughs) we don't make it easy on ourselves logistically to plan for it, but at least it means that our our patrons, especially our our local audience, doesn't have to travel and they get these incredible artists, you know, right in their backyard. The kind of approach to, from me, is to at least... If we're going to, especially if someone traveled quite a distance to get to the festival, I'll make sure that they're in a couple of places all around the island. So at least there's a good chance you'll likely get to see an artist that either is your favorite or a newfound favorite um, experienced at the festival. And if all else fails, there's, just head for the Gala College every night and go to Festival Club. And that, that may be your, your saving grace is to capture an artist there. Right. Well, um Again, the list continues on long, and uh, the well-known names, Heather Rankin, uh, Dwayne Cote, Wendy McIsaac, Doug McPhee, Mary Jane Lamont, Howie MacDonald, Brenda Stubert, uh, Morgan Tony, and Ashley McIsaac are all featuring as well. So you really have the big guns coming out as well. And where would we be without those important folks? You know, they, they live it, and they work. I mean, they're you know full-time musicians, and they... They really create the brand that is Cape Breton for the playing. So I think uh, in, in artistry and uh, and songwriting and that craft. So yeah, we're we're very fortunate to have such caliber, such high caliber artists on this island. So Don, as things approach, people can get full details on the Pitch website, or where should we direct them? I mean, if all else fails, you can always just Google Celtic Colors, but yeah. uh, Celtic Dash Colors, C O L O U R S. Uh, .com will get you to where you need to be and we always give folks about two weeks to peruse the website because we appreciate there's a lot of detail there and uh, plot out what what all nine days or a portion thereof could look like and then tickets go on sale August 9th it's a Tuesday at 10am Atlantic 
And uh, hopefully you'll get the shows you were hoping to get. And get accommodation. And then, then worry about the details of accommodations and car rental and travel and all of those fun facts, too. But yeah. uh, it all works in your favor. <laughs> Don, it's been great catching up with you. Um, yeah. hope, I hope everything runs smoothly, everything runs well, and that the ones you can't get this year that you're able to get for next year. Yes. I, in a perfect world, I would have everyone every year all the time. And uh but hopefully, yes, folks will have a safe journey here, and uh, we'll see you here. And lovely as always to speak to you and and uh, and hear your lovely lilting accent. It brings <laughs> me <to> joy. <laughs> Thanks, Tom. <laughs>